0: This is Parrot Talk, brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media, RestoringTheFaith.com. It's Friday, ladies and gentlemen. You know what that means. All of you already know what that means. This is Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio the way it should be. Ladies and gentlemen, we go from ice wall to ice wall on Friday mornings. That's right. We go around the world. We are always on air, always online. Especially on Fridays. Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. But on Fridays, we have a little bit of fun. I don't really have a lot of hair. I keep it trimmed. Still keep that Marine Corps haircut, but we still let our hair down just a little bit here. On Parent Talk. On Fridays. Aw yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the great noticing is happening. Something crazy is happening online right now. Unbelievable. People are waking up. They're just catching up to us. us. Ladies and gentlemen, they just want to be like us. I am having so much fun in my share today. You have no idea how much fun doing this show is, especially on Around the World Fridays. Are we sufficiently pumped up? Are we sufficiently happy? Are we ready to do this? Are we ready to have this conversation? I think we are. I think we're ready. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we have to start where we sometimes start the show. On the social media platform formerly known as Twitter, which I will never call it X. I'm never gonna say, hey, guess what happened on X today? I'm gonna call it Twitter for the rest of time. Something's happening on Twitter that you need to know about. There are now calls for Elon Musk to resign. That's right. You heard that right. They want him out. Do you know why they want him out? Well, he's part of the problem. He's part of the big problem. Let's get to it. Broadcasting from the heart of America, I'm here in the Restoring the Faith Media studio today. And you can email me at restoringthefaithmedia at gmail.com. The great noticing is happening on Twitter. People are posting Christ is King. Christ is King. And that is apparently anti Semitic. Facebook co founder calls on Elon Musk to resign after musk said something (laughs) absolutely crazy i saw the tweet but i just didn't have time this week to bring it to you we had to wait for the around the world friday show to get to it elon musk has made what is the most obviously anti-semitic tweet of all time And he did it to himself. I think he's been radicalized by the ADL, honestly. You, for some of you that don't know, the, the, uh, the Jewish Defense League or the Anti-Defamation League has been destroying Elon Musk's revenue since, uh, I, I don't know, since he took over. They just assumed that he was an anti-Semite and they went after him. And now, he's fighting back. He's fighting back. All right, I'll get to it. I just love the music, that's all. You want me to stop it? Okay, all right, let's get to the show today. We, we do, we, we can't let our hair fall out. We can let it down, but we can't let it fall out. Okay, uh, where is the tweet? Um, Elon's anti-Semitism is shocking. Uh, people are like, what's wrong with the brand? He's being called to step down. Elon Musk, I'm going to read you the tweet that he responded to and said, this is the actual truth. This goes to the Candace, Candace Owens thing. Okay? So somebody posted, this guy named Charles Weber, he posted this really cringe, absolutely cringeworthy, anti 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 Semitic, I guess pro Semitic. What's that double negative there? Anti anti Semitic. Pro Semitic dramatization. This, um, I don't know, advertisement. For being pro-Israel? And somebody came in and tweeted the following. He said, Okay. Jewish communities have been pushing the exact kind of dialectical hatred against whites that they claim to want people to stop using against them. I am deeply disinterested in giving the tiniest chat show about Western Jewish populations coming... To the disturbing realization that those hordes of minorities that support flooding their country don't exactly like them too much. You want the truth said to your face? There it is. Now, that particular tweet has been seen 1.1 million times, it's been reposted thousands of times, it has tens of thousands of likes. And about a thousand different comments below it. One of the comments below it is Elon Musk. And he says, quote, you have said the actual truth. You have said the actual truth. And that tweet has been seen six million times. Tens of thousands of likes, thousands of comments, thousands of reposts. Is it possible that we live in a world where the owner of Twitter can be canceled by something he says on his own platform? We're testing the limits here of cancel culture. Um, he's hardly the only one. Elon is. By the way, so let, can we just do you want to spend one second here just unpacking what this guy's saying? Basically, he's saying that the Jews have been behind a lot of anti-white stuff they support Black Lives Matter they support Antifa they support this radical gender ideology they support this this woke ideology that says that whiteness is a problem whiteness is itself a problem and yet if you say well, okay, I have a problem with your false religion that's anti-Semitism you can't say that so all this guy is saying is, look, you, there, there's a double standard here. If you guys want to support all this woke stuff, that's fine, but then we're we're able to say, guess what? We're not with you. We're not with you on this one. Okay, We don't support genocide. Those hordes of minorities that support flooding their country don't exactly like them too much. You want the truth said to your face? There it is. Elon Musk, you have said the actual truth. There you have it. Uh ladies and gentlemen, th- there's something happening right now and it's it's a it's it's basically a great awakening. I mean, when you get to the point where a guy like Charlie Kirk is waking up and starting to make a little bit of sense, I mean, that that says something. Okay? People are starting to take notice. That there's something not exactly right going on. Um, let's go to... Can we find the Charlie Kirk... Charlie Kirk is your, your typical, like, GOP, I don't know, kind of cringe. <sighs> He's now waking up to this. He's now putting himself out there. He's got millions of followers on Twitter. And he's, he's one of the ones saying, like, hey, you know what? I'm not anti-Semitic. I'm just letting you guys know that I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going to worship the Jews. I'm not going to worship them. I'm not going to treat them like the chosen people that they claim to be. Um, he was once on Twitter's blacklist since Musk took over Charlie Kirk. He's, he's a younger guy, turning point USA, founder, CEO, very pro Trump, you know, kind of in league with the, you know, conservative Inc daily wire. He's one who has actually come out and supported Candace Owens. Now I speculated yesterday, by the way, that this is adversity marketing and I think that there may still be some truth to that. Clearly, the Daily Wire has, um, has benefited from all of this. I mean, there, you can't argue the fact that the Daily Wire hasn't tripled. This is probably the, the uh, high point, the high water mark of their traffic. People are going to the Daily Wire to see what the various commentators are saying about each other. So even if it's not contrived, even if it's not adversity marketing, even if it's not, um, even if, let's say, Ben Shapiro really has lost his mind and Candace Owens really has uh, more testosterone in her body than the combined totals of uh, Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles, even if it's it's they're actually mad at each other, if you're the CEO of Daily Wire, if you're Jeremy Boring, I mean you're probably looking at this and saying this is a pretty good week for us. It's been a great week because if you if you support Candace, you're there. You're on Daily Wire. If you support Shapiro, you're there. You're on Daily Wire. This is why I I just look at it and say I. Maybe it's contrived, maybe it's not contrived. But the grifters are going to grift no matter what. And they will go to any length to do it. By the way, I know Jeremy Boring. Have I have I told you this audience? I don't think I've told you this. In my past life, I personally negotiated a an animated TV series with Jeremy Boring. I got the emails. I'm going back and forth with him on deal points. I've been on Zoom with him. In my past life, I actually sold a show to the Daily Wire. Now, the deal fell apart, unfortunately. Uh, when I, uh, I, I got a little distracted. I was working on the Cabrini movie, which I hope you all come and see next year in movie theaters. But I got a little distracted with that. I stepped aside from that particular project, I don't know if I can tell you what the project was. I, 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 I'm supposing that I probably am under some kind of uh, non-disclosure about it. I haven't looked at anything that we've signed or anything like that. But I, I, out of prudence, I probably just won't tell you what the project was. But it would it would have been an animated project for families to watch, uh, financed by Daily Wire, negotiated directly with the CEO or the co-CEO, whatever it is. That. I don't know what a co-CEO is. But nevertheless, I found Jeremy to be an extremely intelligent man, and he is a gifted executive, and he knows exactly what he is doing. So I think it can simultaneously be true that this is somewhat of an exaggerated. Here's what, okay, here's how it can both be true that it is both contrived and real. It may be real because Ben Shapiro is a Zionist amongst Zionists, okay? We all know that, and he's lost his dang mind. But he's been blaspheming for years, and only here on the Crusade Channel, to my knowledge, have people been saying, like, hey, don't trust Ben Shapiro, he blasphemes against our Lord, I mean, you know, that should disqualify you. If if blasphemy doesn't disqualify you from being a conservative commentator, then, I, you know, I mean, then, then all is lost. Politics is lost. It's all just fake. Uh, your, your real religion is conservatism, is re- is the Republican Party, is whatever it is. Like, just just pack it in, just pack it up, and go home. If blaspheming our Lord Jesus Christ and just calling him a thug who got what he deserved, that's what he said. That's what he said on multiple occasions. I'm not going to play it for you. Ben Shapiro has said that he was just a he was just a thug who got what he deserved because. He went against the authorities. If that doesn't open your mind and say, you know what, the Mark Levin's of the world, Mark Levin is no fan of the King, dude, the Ben Shapiro's of the world, these people need to be forgotten about. They need to be in the ash bin of conservative punditry history, right? If that's not enough and you still want to go to the Daily fine, fine. Just don't tell me that Christ is the king of your house, of your heart, of your family, of your community, of your parish. Don't tell me that. If you still go to the Daily Watch and you listen to Ben Shapiro and you take your marching orders from the Zionist among Zionists. Don't tell me that. Now, um, Jeremy, on the other hand, I don't, I don't know if he's Semitic or not. I don't know if he is. I have no idea. What I do know is that he knows how to build the Daily Wire. And that's what he is very good at. That's what he's focused on. And his um his pro his analytics, I bet, his internal numbers on foot traffic this week, digital traffic, into into and out of uh Daily Wire subscriptions, who knows what. I guarantee you this is a high-water mark for the platform. So he's looking at this and saying, this is really good news. So it could also be true that Shapiro's lost his mind and he's really ticked off at Candace. He really is. But instead of, an, instead of expressing it privately like a professional, he took it to the public, which I think is strong evidence that he wanted the public to weigh in. He wanted this public controversy because Shapiro's not dumb either. He knows that adversity marketing works. He knows that um, a dust-up with one of his colleagues at the Daily Wire, which everyone presumes is mostly owned by Ben Shapiro, nobody really knows. I don't know. I don't know who owns what. I know that I know, that, I know that Ben probably controls the place, even though he's not the CEO, or he has appointed a CEO to run the business so that he can be the just the commentator, but there's a business around him that is grifting all of his stuff. I mean, look, the place is awash in cash, okay? They were, I mean, they were offering us millions of dollars to produce an animated TV series, which you don't even think of the Daily Wire as a place to go watch something like that. So they they have so much cash sloshing around there that um you know, you probably do want to appoint a gifted executive, somebody who's keeping his eyes on the business if you want to run around college campuses, you know, and and um and 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 be the the commentator of choice. Like, like little Benji likes to do. So that's that's my take on it. On how I think it's probably that yes, Ben is pissed, and he's lo- he's off his rocker, and he hates Candace right now, and he's really disappointed in Candace. But also, he wanted the whole world to just know how 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 awful things are. This is a perfect publicity stunt. Is what it is, and it got him onto Tucker. It got the Daily Wire onto Tucker Carlson. So there you have it. Um, now I on this issue, I think we all need to do a hat tip to the the most obvious recent martyr to the Great Awakening. His name is Kanye. You may have heard of him. He kind of just goes by Ye these days, or Yeezy. Kanye was the first person to stand up and say, hey, there's a real problem here. And Kanye wasn't making anti-Semitic arguments. He wasn't saying that Jews are bad people. He wasn't saying we need to get rid of the Jews he was merely pointing out the facts he was noticing. That hey, did you notice? I made this spreadsheet here. Did you notice like who controls certain industries in the United States and around the world? Have you noticed? Um and for noticing, he was de-platformed, de-banked, de-personed, de-monetized. He lost Adidas. He lost all kinds of stuff for noticing, for noticing factually true things. Now, in this business of noticing things in these United States, this is a dangerous business. You're not supposed to notice things. If you notice that Robbie Parker standing outside of Sandy Hook doesn't look like a grieving father. If you notice that, a jury may try to take a billion dollars out of you, Alex Jones. So this business of noticing what's going on around you, noticing who's in charge of which industries, noticing trends and patterns, you're not supposed to notice patterns. If you notice a pattern such as, I don't know, black-on-black black crime in Chicago, if you notice that, you risk becoming a cancelable racist. If you notice these things, hey, if you notice that our borders open and that drugs are coming in, if you notice that fentanyl's killing people by the tens of thousands, You might just be a closed-minded bigot. Hey, if you notice that uh, there's a high rate of pedophilia amongst the faggots, you might be some kind of bigot. Some kind, you know what I mean? So you, you, you might be cancelable. You might be someone who's, who, who, who you can't have in polite company because the world has changed, and you're not allowed to notice these things. So Kanye noticed that, hey, in my industry, Kanye's industry, entertainment, he made a list of all of the executives from Disney and Fox, ABC, NBC... Paramount, Sony, whatever. All of the important executives in this particular industry. And he noticed a trend. So That's interesting. So you're 1% of the global population, but you're 95% of the population that controls this particular industry. Then he started looking at other industries. Pornography. Then he started looking at other industries. Food science, food manipulation... Then he started looking at other industries. Big Pharma. And then he started looking at other industries. How about the Secretary of State? The State Department? Top levels of United States government. So let me get this straight. You're 1% of the global population or less, but you're 95% of the entertainment business. You're 100% of the pornography business. And you're basically running all of the industries that have been a scourge On society, part of the mechanisms of control. How do you control people? You make them fat, lazy, stupid, and addicted to porn. That's how you control them. And then you add in a little fear, fear porn every now and then, and you could get away with anything. This is—it's not not complicated. It's not like this plan is so intricate and difficult to understand that only elite intellectuals can understand it. And you know the, the the Ph.D. class. We'll get it. By the way, who's running the law schools? I wonder if Kanye has made that list. Who's running the law schools in the country? Who's running the admissions programs at Harvard? This business of noticing has been very, very uh, touchy. But the great noticing is happening right now. The great noticing is happening online. Online. And it's and, and it is it is the direct result of this disproportionate response into Palestine. And look, none of us here support Mohammedism. none of us support Hamas, none of us think that randomly butchering people is okay we're horrified by that. We oppose that. Jihadis are our enemy just the same. They are the enemies of Christ, just the same. It is a non-Christian religion, just the same. So, I, you know, you look around and you say, okay, well, I don't really support either side, so I'm not going to really get emotionally invested. Now they're using these arguments of, Well, if you're not emotionally invested, then you're anti-Semitic. And people are like, you know what? No, I'm not. And and we are we are we are collectively standing up and saying, you know what? I'm not anti-Semitic just because I don't support you. I'm not. And quit calling me that. And you know what? If you if you want to call it some if you want to call me the name, fine. And people are now standing up and saying, fine. Christ is king. Christ is king. I've never seen so many Christ is King posts as I have. It's even on Drudge Report. Christ is King is everywhere. The Jerusalem Post is flipping out. Candace Owens tweets Christ is King. And even so called Catholics like Cheese Dale, they're saying, you can't say Christ is King. You can't say that. That's mean. What? Excuse me? I'm sorry. You're not allowed to say Christ is king if you're a Christian? No, because that's mean. You can't say that to your boss. Let me just read you her... Let me just read you Cheese Dale's take on it again. Anything to climb the ladder. Anything to make yourself important. Anything. To continue to grow your audience. That's what the grifter mentality is. Do anything to grow your audience, including pledge loyalty to the guy who's going to keep you around. Okay, so here's the tweet from Cheese Dale. Quote, I do not think that people change, especially with life changes, such as marrying a Catholic convert and having babies. This, however, is besides the point in this debate. Candace Owens chose to deflect by throwing Christ is king in the face of her Jewish colleague after he criticized her behavior. That's not only disingenuous, it's bad form. It's disingenuous and bad form to proclaim the truth? Christ is king, that's an objective truth. If you don't believe that, turn off the radio. If you don't believe that, get off the get off the tweeters. If you don't believe that Christ is king, then what are we even doing here? Why are we even doing any of the things that we're doing? Now, I know that all of you in Crusaderville, you know that Christ is king. You know that that's the truth. Is proclaiming the truth disingenuous in bad form? Are we not supposed to say that Christ is king to a Jew? That's what she's saying. You're not allowed to proclaim the kingship of Christ. To a Jew. You can proclaim it to a pagan, you can proclaim it to a heretic or a schismatic, to a non Christian, but not to a Jew. You see, she's a Zionist, and she's not the only one. She just has a large following and represents them. She truly believes that there are two paths to heaven. She truly believes that Christ came to save everyone but the Jews. I mean, this is a way of hating those people. This is a really a way of hating them. Failing to evangelize them out of so-called respect is a way of hating them because it's it, it, it's, it hates them on an eternal level. Basically, what you're doing, you're depriving them from the truth. We can't speak the truth to the Jews. We can't proclaim the truth to them. And hope for their own salvation. Anyway, it's getting crazy out there, ladies and gentlemen. We, <laughs> we got, we've got to get to the rest of the show. So um, let's take a quick commercial break here on Paratalk. and then we're gonna go. We're gonna fly around the world, ice wall to ice wall. We are bombing people in Syria. Stuff's happening in Russia. Uh, the Chinese. Uh, the uh, they're, they're, well. A communist leader in the United States welcomed the president of China uh, into his city. Oh, there's so much to talk about. Let's just get after it, ladies and gentlemen. Don't go anywhere. Quick profit break. We will be right back. Oh, yeah. This is Parrot Talk. And it's Friday. I love Fridays. and gentlemen today is the day before the weekend welcome back to the show on fridays we go around the world on fridays we go from ice wall to ice wall we kind of relax a little bit here on parrot talk this is the crusade channel always on air always online and always happy to be with you I'm just, I'm just ad-libbing that. I'm just going to start adding that to the tag. This portion of the show brought to you by the Epoch Times. Subscribe today and watch their new docu-film. No farmers, no food. Will you eat the bugs? Subscribe to the Crusade Channel for $1 for your first month. A buck, ladies and gentlemen. You can't even buy a Hershey's bar for a dollar. Go to crusadechannel.com forward slash epoch. E-P-O-C-H. Take that Hershey bar you would have eaten and turn it into a month full of news. crusadechannel.com slash epoch. We are having so much fun here. This is uh, Around the World Friday, where we're going around the world. Uh, Let's do American politics for a little bit. First of all, it appears as though Sleepy Joe, fake Catholic usurper in chief Joe Biden is now claiming that he may not be president. He's starting to pass the buck. He's starting to maybe try to get Newsom in there. This according to the Washington Examiner, Biden apparently told APEC that Newsom may be the next president. He was there with Newsom. Uh, Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Conference. Quote, I want to talk about Governor Newsom, Biden said, during a reception for APEC leaders. I want to thank him. He's been one hell of a governor, man. As a matter of fact, he can be anything he wants. He can have the job I'm looking for. Hmm. He can have the job I'm looking for. Newsom has been running a, quote-unquote, shadow campaign for president. Newsom recently hosted the president of China in San Francisco. I don't know if you saw any of these videos. He literally cleaned up the streets. This city has been plagued, plagued, I tell you, by human feces and... Needles in the streets. I saw it myself in 2015. I stepped over needles and human defecation in the streets of San Francisco. That was in 2015. It's gotten way worse. Crime out of control. But overnight, apparently, they basically just took the fire hydrant to the whole place. Relocated all the homeless, cleaned up the streets, pressure washed everything... And put on a good face for President. Well, the President of China, Xi Jinping, came to San Francisco. Not sure why. I don't know why. I don't know why we allow the Communist Chinese to just come into California. But it makes sense. He has a lot in common with California. Nikki Haley shock poll. She tops Biden by 10 points. Nikki Haley. This is what the mainstream wants us to believe, that she's uh, uh, electable. Marquette Law School National Survey finds that Biden is trailing three top GOP opponents. Meanwhile, Trump is still dominating the primary. So it looks like Nikki Haley beats Biden 55 to 45. Trump beats him 52 to 48. DeSantis even beats him 51 to 49. Among likely voters, Haley sees her advantage rise to 12 percentage points at 56-44. They really want Haley in the White House. They really and the prognosticators right now are predicting the demise, the end of the Ronda Sanctimonious campaign. They are saying that he is going to run out of money and he is going to collapse. Look, I'm not a Ronda Sanctimonious guy, but I do think he would be quite a bit better than Nikki Haley. I, and, and that's probably why he's melting down. Nikki Haley's rise in the polls comes at the right time for her. You wanna peak at the right time, and she is on the up and up. I don't know how this is happening. I just refuse to believe it. Um, Let's see, who is this? MSM is predicting the demise of Ron DeSantis. Nikki Haley is beating the tar out of him in New Hampshire and South Carolina. Ron uh, Ron has got to do well in Iowa or it's over for him. I mean, there's just no way around it. He's got to he's got to do well. Um and I, there, I and I just don't think he's going to I just don't think that Ron is going to do well. I don't think he inherited any of the Mike Pence points. Um let's see. RCP average. In South Carolina, Haley leaves DeSantis 18. She got eight, she got 19 points. DeSantis has 10. Doesn't say how many Trump has. He probably has 50 or 60. We're still talking about the race for second place here, and it is a f- it is a far and away second place. Not like runner up, you know. It's you're running way, way behind, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but that's what they're running for. That's that's the race that they are running. That's what they're trying to do. Uh, I, they're either running for vice president. Or they're running for uh, CNN prognostication. They're running for um, a future political career. They're running for book sales. They're running for all kinds of things. They're not running for president of the United States, though. Nikki Haley, however, she's keeping the hope alive for the boomer GOP wing of the Republican Party. These people who say you're with us or you're against us. You either believe that the jihadis... Passports flew all the way through those buildings and landed on a cloud on the hand of God, slightly charred. You either believe that we found the passports of the jihadis, or you don't believe that. Anyway... I don't know. I don't know. It's all It's all so very, very interesting, ladies and gentlemen. We're coming up on Thanksgiving week next week. And by the time we get there, I don't know if Santos... Remember Santos? He's the gay Jew Republican from the state of New York. Well, he claims to be a Jew anyway. He was, he was like, you can't expel me because I may be Jewish. Even that's not even true. <laughs> the lying sodomite from the state of New York, Representative George Santos, may be removed from Congress after a scathing ethics panel report on his conduct. This would be terrible news for the GOP because then their, their lead goes down to what? It'll go down to I don't even know. A slim, slim majority. You want to talk about the uh, the hardcore MAGA portion of the United States Congress having more control? You want to talk about Matt Gates having even more control? Yeah, kick Santos out. Santos will do anything that the leadership tells him to do because he's desperate to stay in office. This poor guy. Brought it upon himself. That's what you, That's what happens when you leave your wife and you become a sodomite. And then you lie about having worked in high finance and you never did. And you lie about everything on your resume. And you lie your way into Congress. Now, haven't most of them lied their way into Congress? Touché. Good point. I don't disagree with your analysis there. Um, but, you know, when you get caught doing it along the way, um, well, not so good. Not so good. Um, Let's see. Snoop Dogg is going to give up weed. Sean Combs is is accused of rape and sex trafficking. P. Diddy? Uh Uh-oh, not good for him. Martha Stewart is canceling Thanksgiving. She is just, she's turkeyed out. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm tired. She's just not going to do it anymore. There you go. Did you know that we're dropping bombs in Syria? Has anybody reported anything? Well, we're dropping bombs on Syria because we don't like Iran. And if you can't follow that logic, then you're just not patriotic enough. FBI warning that Hamas could be planning a terror attack on the United States. This article is not from 2005. It's from yesterday. <laughs> Uh, is from November 16th, 2023. (laughs) Hamas, this is in the Jerusalem Post, of course. Hamas could be planning terror attack on American soil, according to the FBI. They could be. I love these news articles. Things could be happening out in the world. Be scared, be controllable. Things could be happening. It's possible. Hamas could be doing these things, and you better hope that that's not the case. Americans are falling out of love with electric vehicles. We're at the stage in the life cycle of these things where people have had them now for 5 to 10 years and then the battery doesn't work anymore. And then they're like, wait a second, it's $20,000, $30,000 for a battery for this thing? Uh, That's one of the many reasons people are falling out of love with EVs. (laughs) Not to mention the fact that I guess people are waking up to the fact that they're hackable, controllable, you could just send a digital signal wirelessly and disable these things. Well, that's what Congress wants from all vehicles after a certain is it 2030? I think or twenty twenty six? I don't know. We're coming up on it. I guess we'll never buy a new car again. We're gonna be like uh like Cuba. We're going to just be buying old used cars for the next hundred years. Our mechanics are going to get really good at keeping these things going. By the way, if you want it, if you want your car to run forever, get a Cuban mechanic. They know how to keep these things going. Catholic priests in Argentina are ganging up on <laughs> Argentina's Trump. It's not going to stop him. It's absolutely not going to stop him. We're a group of Christians, of priests, and we're handing out flyers for you to take into account next Sunday. They really, really do not want a conservative to win in Argentina. A conservative who calls Pope Francis what he is. A communist. The 53-year-old, wild-eyed, charismatic Malay, he's going into the... um. The runoff election over the weekend. So hopefully, by the time I talk to you on Monday, we are going to be talking about Argentina and President Malay doing something very interesting down there. I'm guessing that the Tucker interview is going to help put him over the top. But who knows? Look, if if you mistrust democracy in the United States you you for sure mistrust democracy in a place like Argentina. So, I mean, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a lot going on in the world right now. We can't necessarily get to all of it today. We just can't do it. Um but I do think in 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 conclusion, if I wasn't going to make one final point in the show here today. We are going to war. The United States is going to war with somebody. I don't know who, but we are definitely gearing up for war. Here's how I know this. I see white people portrayed as United States soldiers in recruiting videos now. I see a bunch of white boys in the recruiting videos. And I see letters from the DoD begging the COVID hoax deniers... To come back. Please come back. We won't put you on a list anymore. You don't have to have the vaccine anymore. We were wrong. We got it wrong. Hey, remember when we prosecuted you? Remember when all that happened? Well, we got that part wrong. Um, Please come back. We need you. We actually need soldiers on the battlefield whose hearts are not going to pop. Just in transit from point A to point B. We need some soldiers that don't have myocarditis or blood clots. So could you please, pretty please, come back? That's how you know that we're preparing for something. It's going to be big. I know it's coming. You know it's coming. Thank you so much for listening to Parrot Talk here at the Crusade Channel Live. Talk radio the way it should be. I hope you have a wonderful Friday. Be safe out there, ladies and gentlemen. And prepare for, uh, well, the next big thing. It's going to be great. Whatever that thing is, you know that you can always come back to the Crusade Channel for the truthful, honest takes that you so desperately need. We're not Alice in Wonderland. We're not. We are a community of people who are actually awake and see this for what it is. God bless you. Have a great day. See you Monday. Have a great weekend. I'm a little bit of 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 a I'm